everyone, it's Joe here and welcome to episode 4 of the 22-23 season of the Snake Draft FPL League podcast. In this show we'll be going through all the key issues in Draft Fantasy Premier League. There'll be a bit about our league which is hosted by the website Draft Fantasy Football. We use official FPL scoring with the addition of Kante points which are one extra point per every two tackles or interceptions. So while we're focused on DFF, what we chat about will also definitely apply to official FPL draft. We'll also chat through a couple of general football and fantasy topics such as team and player comparisons. Snake Draft FPL is an 11-man head-to-head league. I still can't get used to that. I'm so used to saying 12-man. <laughs> 11-man head-to-head league. And I'm joined today by two of them. First of all, we have got Mike. How are you doing this evening, Mike? Uh, good, thank you. Yeah, not too bad. Poor week for me. I think mm. poor week for a lot of people in the league and FPL. Not but Not you. No, no, no. But, you know, it is what it is. It's gone yeah. now. It's very true. Look, look forward. That's what I like to hear. Naif, how are you doing? You had an yeah. okay week. You must have. You must have won. Yeah, yeah. Okay week. Just a shame my opponent had the uh, the luck of the draw. Oh, here we, yeah. Here we go. <laughs> Good. That's what I like to hear. Uh, okay. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll <coughs> let's dive straight into that then. Seeing as we're we're on topic already, um, let's start with you then, Naif. Let's go. I'll just read out your team for the audio listener. Uh, you got 40 points, Saar was 6, Stones 2, Varane 2, Cucurella 1, Rice 10, Bernardo Silva 3, Martinelli 2, Sujek 3, Darwin 2, Richarlison 7, Jesus 2. Uh, so yeah, not not the best week. Rice obviously did you quite well, but other than that, a bit, yeah. bit meh. I, as long as my team keeps in the 40s every week, then I'm pretty happy to be fair. Yeah. So uh, I I know I've got a pretty I've got a pretty decent team I think mm. just uh, need needs at least at least one person to score each week from my team which yeah. uh, didn't didn't happen this week but no yeah I must admit so we we played each other I played you this week yeah. and when the first game kicked off I just kind of was looking at the teams and that I was thinking. This is a good team, actually. I was a little bit like seeing Darwin, Jesus, and Richarlison, and I was thinking I was pretty sure Richarlison was going to start. Seeing them three, I thought, oh, there could be some goals here. And then look at the yeah. midfield and think Martinelli, Bernardo Silva, I fancy Suchek as well. Yeah. I was thinking, oh, this could be a tough one, actually. Yeah. Uh, you know, you kind of got a bit unlucky. I think you had some some points wiped out. You know, Richarlison had, yeah, had Richarlison, a got wiped um, out, didn't he? Yeah, also uh, Martinelli as well. Yeah, like exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's yeah. soft foul. Soft, yeah. soft, soft foul. Um, okay, yeah, so you played me. I got 59 points this week. Probably, I think it's my second highest score of the season. But yeah, a good week uh, for me, for sure. I had uh, Bazunu for two points, who I picked up this week because I was worried about Ramsdale's was uh, injury potential injury Webster one Sessignon five Robertson one Williams four McAllister 16 Oof. uh Bruno that, eight that killed me that, that killed, killed you me. yeah that was that was the game that that yeah. McAllister yeah Bruno eight Sterling two Brennan Johnson seven Mitro five and, and Burmo eight on my bench I had uh 19 points this week Ramsdale two Sinistera seven and chill well with the 10. I'll definitely be playing him next week, that's for sure. Um, but yeah, it was the McAllister. It was the McAllister roller coaster of emotions. that Because yeah. we were neck and neck. We were literally equal on points Four, going into 40, Sunday. 40, weren't we? Yeah, 40-40, each with three players left. I had McAllister, Webster, and Bruno. 
I was thinking, honestly, I was thinking a few Kante points from McAllister and a Brighton clean is is what I was hoping for. Mm. Um, and I was thinking, if I the get that, then I've got a chance. Yeah, well, I missed the first half an hour because yeah. uh, my partner's mum and dad were around. So I like missed it all completely. They left. I turned the telly on at half an hour and they'd already conceded twice. Yeah. So I was like, oh no, this is an absolute <laughs> I, disaster. I was, I was cheering at that point. I was like, yeah, yes, I come bet. on. I was thinking, <laughs> like, oh, four minutes is, in, wasn't it? Yeah. I think it was one minute when he scored two minutes. Yeah, one minute. Now. One minute. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought, oh, this is game over then probably. I need, I need a miracle. Then McAllister scored the, the miracle goal, you know, that unreal oh, goal. And I was <laughs> so happy. Because I thought it's one of those goals where you think this can't be ruled out because it's not, he's not, it wasn't like he was through on goal. There was no, seemingly no foul or anything. So you think this is definitely a goal. And then it did get wiped out. But then he got the, then he got the, what was next? Then the penalty. penalty. So then Trossard won the penalty and I literally couldn't watch. I was hid behind a pillow. Um, because me and Nate have been giving it to each other in the group chat as well. So it yeah, made yeah. even more like nerve wracking because we've been like, you know, having a go. <laughs> And then the free kick, when he li- lined up over the free kick, I thought, I think this is, uh, you know, you just get a feeling sometimes over a free kick. I was thinking, I think he, he could do this. And then, did, yeah, he score, did he score a free kick? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I was you out were, you tuned out by then. Yeah. I, I was out of the <laughs> yeah, door by then. He scored, he scored like a 25-yard top bins free kick. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> um, and as soon as he lined up over it, I was thinking, I because re- I thought Gross was going to take it, but then he kind of stepped aside and I thought, oh, this looks like a good, it's like, Right in the middle of the goal, mm. like a little bit out from the edge of the box, like good range. Yeah, he absolutely smashed it. Uh, so then after that, it was pretty much game over. You needed an absolute haul yeah. from the Arsenal boys, which unfortunately didn't really happen. Uh, okay, then on to Mike. Uh, Mike, you it's a bit of a toughie this week for you, wasn't it? 27 points. You lost to Jord. Never a nice, never a nice feeling. 27. 27. I got 24. Oh, and lost. Awful week. It's just, I think, in the season, you do have these you do get weeks. these weeks. Just you nothing do get these weeks. And, you know, mine's now. I don't, I don't yeah. mind mine being at the start of the season. I'm not too bothered. I, I had mine in game week two, 24 points. It, it yeah. happens to the best of us. I'll read your team out quickly for, for the audio, audio listener. You had De Gea in goal with two, Gabriel one, Koulibaly two, KWP with two, Van Dyke five, Jorginho one, Son two, Madison four, Zaha four, Pereira two, and Isaac two. Were you, what was your, did you consider picking up another keeper or slash not playing Gabriel? Because I was sure there was goals in that game. I did, did look at other keepers, it? but I wasn't, I wasn't really sure who to drop. I was thinking, oh, maybe it's time to drop Martial. Mm, yeah. I thought, you know what, I'm going to leave it because I reckon I will get points from like Zaha, Isak, Son. So I was relying more on my attacking returns to make up the difference, yeah. if you know what I mean. Okay, fair enough. But I mean, Son could have easily got points. Like a couple of times, he could have got an assist. Mm. Uh, Isuk, like when oh, it, when you, chance. yeah, when you put it in the group chat, I was like, wait, no, I haven't seen it. And I looked at, it, I was like, you serious? Yeah. <laughs> I, as soon as I saw it, because I was watching, um, I was watching the three o'clock games on uh, Optus, which is Australian, I think. And yeah. um, they do a thing where they show one gets so it's showing the Chelsea West Ham game, but anytime there's a big chance or a goal, they swap. They like go picture in picture to that, and they oh, went to they? new. Yeah, yeah, it's oh, on Optusport One. Through. Yeah, yeah, Optusport yeah. One. That was on. I, I assume they do it every week. It's the first time I've ever watched it, but it was really good. And uh, they switched to Newcastle, 
and it was the the screen was just Isaac, and I was like, where the hell is everyone else? And then yeah. I didn't know if it was a goal or not, and you think, oh, this is a, he's absolutely nailed on for a goal here, and he literally just chips it into his hands. It's quite yeah, quite amusing. So like crazy. Yeah. It, <laughs> it was um, like the okay. whistle had blown. He was like dinking it to him. <laughs> like you would like to your mate when you're just giving them the ball. So yeah, that was quite yeah. funny. Yeah, not just, not the best of week for you, is it really? No, no attacking returns at all. Um I mean, Jordan didn't really have a good week. Like you said, when uh, that goal went in against Brighton, I actually cheered so much because he yeah, went double, double defence, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, so I thought I'm I'm in here. Surely I'm in here. But you know, he got fourteen points from Trossard. Mm. He got a goal from Haaland, which it was gonna happen, I think, anyway. It's just. I mean, I he cannot got... believe. Sorry to cut you off, Mike. I can't yeah. believe he played strike away to Brentford instead of yeah. Collins at home to Saints. See, I thought he made a mistake. I thought he I didn't set that. his lineup up. I no, think no, I thought... he chose. He chose to do that. Yeah, I don't understand that because he played four at the back last week. Yeah, I, I don't get it. Yeah, it was very strange. I, I'm guessing. He, I, I assume it's because he's got Che. He's got Che Adams. So he didn't want yeah, to, maybe. He didn't want to, you know. But then why have Collins? If you're not going to play him as Saints at home, yeah, yeah. don't yeah. have him. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, just pick someone else up. Maybe for Adams would score, he didn't want to score against his own player. Yeah. yeah. But I then mean, just Shea, drop him Shea and play someone gone. better than Strike, surely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, There'd be loads of people on the waves he could have picked up. You, it, I would legitimately be comfortable dropping like nine out of this 15. So yeah. sure, surely you're going to use the waivers this week. I'm, I just want to talk about Jordan's team a second. And Go on then. Actually, fucking He's just terrible. carried. He just carried. <laughs> I mean, he, I mean, I, yeah. I mean, yeah, he beat me this week. All right, I had a shit week. But let's just take Haaland out of that team. I mean, he got like over the trust side points. Look at his team without Haaland. But it's not good. Yeah, it's it's so bad. Jordan has 287 total points. And Haaland has 67. So without Haaland's points, he would be uh, lower than Mac. Yeah, that says it all. Mac's on 221. And without Haaland, George's on 220. I'm very and Mac's first you... pick was Giotto, who's been injured all season. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, if you swap them over, yeah, it would seem, you know, other than their first picks, is worse It'd than Max. Interesting to see what happens with City and Champo. Like, what's mm. going to happen with that? Oh, Those God, I'm dreading it. I'm fucking dreading it. Who have you got? Who have you got in the city side, I've got, I've got, got Bill, Silver, Silver and Stones. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Stones Although, is Stone, uh, I don't think no, so. I don't think so. Don't think so. He, he's, not, he's not gone to Sevilla for their Champions League game, but I think he's yeah. just... Yeah, I think that's a good thing, to be honest, if you own Stones. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's probably good yeah. news. Yeah. Have, have, you, have you guys found uh, this year, so like uh, all the previous years I've had maybe like five players which I don't mind dropping and rotating around and like pick up someone from the wa waivers and stuff. This year I've literally got one. That's it. Maybe you just have a better team this year, Nave. Yeah. I well, it, it, it's, it uh, seems better because it's like big names. But yeah, then, that's like, the difference. This, this, is, this is the like, this yeah. is the, tra the trap. The trap team. Yeah. 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 I, I know what you mean. And I think the difference is uh, like for your team specifically this year, Nave, you've got a lot of players that are more sought after as opposed to players that might score similar points, but that you're pretty confident no one's going to pick up or like yeah, yeah. you don't mind dropping. Like the likes of, even even like looking at your bench, the likes of Ericsson, Mope, Zinchenko, Cash, all four of them, you could comfortably, well, maybe not Zinchenko, but the other three, I think 
players of equal value you'd comfortably drop. Mm. But I don't know, there's just something it doesn't feel right. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. they're, they're slightly bigger names. I think that's the difference. It, it's the... Yeah. And it's like their top... A lot of your team is like top six t- players, isn't it? I mean, the only yeah. non-top six players you've got are Saar in goal, Mope. the two, Rice and Suchek, and Mope and Cash. So that's mm. that's like barely any of your team is, is like not yeah. big I, names. I know exactly what you mean. Uh, it's they, disgusting. It's the same thing. I look at my team and... Mm. 10 of my 15 players are all top six teams, same yeah. as you. And mm. it's not the, it's not that they're droppable, it's that you don't want to drop them. Whereas yeah, if you yeah. had like, let's say you had like Target or, I don't know, you wouldn't drop Trippier, but let's say you had Target mm. and he was doing well and then someone else comes up, you wouldn't think twice about dropping him for someone yeah, better. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, I mean, I've got Van Dijk, Malasia, Gabriel, I, I don't want to drop any of them. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I, I must say, I'm in, basically the complete opposite position mm-hmm. and i think it is just team structure because i'm looking at my team thinking i would happily like from the 15 i yeah. played put out last week in the right circumstance i'd happily drop bazunu in fact I, I will have by 10 o'clock tomorrow morning um i drop webster i drop sessignon i drop nico williams i drop yeah. McAllister. i probably wouldn't at the moment but at some point i probably would i drop sinistera I drop Guedes and I drop Chilwell if the if he stopped playing. So that's yeah. eight players I'd be comfortable dropping. Yeah. Um, even in Burma, actually, I'd, I'd mm-hmm. drop as well if if it, yeah. you know there was a half decent option. Yeah. So it does depend on your team. But I think I've not got that many players from the top six really. I mean, I've got Cessna on who's a, who was just a one week punt really. Yeah. And then one, two, three. That's I, I've literally got Robertson, Bruno, and Sterling. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah, which is really strange because normally I'm the one saying, "Oh, I don't like the look of all your kits." Yeah, and all that, but Stripey it's just the kits. way it's the way it's. Yeah, I mean, I've my three forwards are yeah. fucking Forest, Fulham, and Brentford. Like, Jesus. but yeah. they're doing the business at the moment. I think you're probably in a better position though, because if you think of it injury wise as well, if one of like mine or Nave's big boys, like but, the big top six teams, if they get injured. You probably you might not drop them still. You might just yeah. leave them on the bench. Yeah. Whereas, like you said, you could drop if someone get injured. You eat fuck it. I'm dropping him. I'm picking up yeah. someone else. Why you risk? You know, what I mean? must. I must admit, I quite like. I, I've I've kind of tried to. I've done a, a lot more trades in the, my other teams than in the Snake Draft League, and I've tried to make it so that I've got a few big names. Like I've been say I've got like two third tier players. I've been quite offering doing a double swap for like a big name and like a bin players that I can just rotate from the waivers. I find yeah. sometimes you get a lot more value having a big name yeah. and a spot you can just swap in and out. Yeah. As opposed well, you, to having you, two you like chase- good players, but not yeah. quite, not great, but not like too good to drop. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think it always depends on like your game plan. So like yeah. always previously, like in the last two years, I've always, uh, Look to the fixtures and chase the fixtures. Yeah, where like my team now, I can't chase fixtures no. because I I've got nobody to rotate around or whatever. It's You've got like one decision, which is who you bench, and yeah. that's like that's your fixtures decision. Yeah, it's like that. That's it. Mm. It is. A, it is a different. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's it's an awkward, but then you feel feel like on the other hand maybe you just good, you good. don't yeah you don't want to drop anyone because they're all good and that's a good place to be as well the problem is you need to this is the, i think what happened to brad last year exactly what you've got now not saying it's gonna to happen to you nafe but 
Brad, for quite a stretch last year, had a really good team. Then all his players became out of form, yeah. but they're all too good to drop. You know, they're all these like third, fourth tier players that go in like the fifth round that you don't want to drop. Yeah. You can't drop because people would be like, what the hell have you dropped? I don't know. Four hours, for instance, last season. Obviously, now it's different. But he's playing every week. But he just wasn't getting any points. You can't. You can. He couldn't drop him. But also, he wasn't in good form, and it is a really tricky situation to be in. I think, and that's where you have to you have to trade. Like you yeah. can't you can't rely on the waivers. Um, but what? But while it's going well, it's great because you don't really have any decisions to make. You're just like, yes, yeah, it's a good yeah, team. always the same lineup and yeah. stuff. Yeah, you just change like one mm-hmm. or two, and then that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're about twenty minutes in, and we've not actually done any topics yet. <laughs> so but I, I, I think that's this uh, is a good chat. Oh, it was good. a good. It was a good chat. Yeah, it was a good yeah. chat. It's just not what we planned. Uh, I'm going to run through the league table really quick because it's actually quite interesting so far. So we've got Jord top on twelve points, Mister Harland, as we said earlier. We got Connor second on twelve points, Ben third on twelve points. Then we've got on nine points, Nay fourth. With Neef, the most amount of points. Yeah, mo- most total score. scored. Well done, yeah. <laughs> so Nave's fourth on nine points. I'm fifth on nine points. John's sixth on nine points. Mike's seventh on nine points. Dave's eighth on nine points. Boar is ninth on nine points. Then Brad is tenth on six points. And Max bottom on zero. Do we think, <laughs> do we think Mac will get out of 11th place all year? Not a chance. Yes. Really? Who? Yeah. Brad. Brad. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Brad's I mean, team is looking pretty poor. Matt, Matt Sip, he's gonna. He should start, in my opinion. Yeah. Jota's now back. I mean, dropping yeah. him. Is, he's a loose cannon. He's just a nightmare. I don't think he's that good anyway. Just put Jota in. Laporte. I mean, eventually he he will come back. And then yeah. you when you when you them three players makes it's a Matt much better team. team. Pretty good. Yeah. And Brad's team just fucking dreadful. Problem with Max, I don't trust Max to make any good waivers. Yeah, that's the problem. I, d- I did give him the tip to pick Smith Row up, but it turned out great to be tip. A- <laughs> it would have been. It, it would have been if Odegaard was actually injured. Yeah, I fancied Odegaard to start the whole time. To be honest, I, I thought yeah. that was a bit of mind games. To be honest, well, this is why I didn't want to pick him up. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. It Mac is the kind of person that you give players that you think might do well, but not. Well enough that you want them. Do you know what I mean? Like also, the good, the really good picks, like you pick up. Yeah, the picks that you think are kind of okay, but I don't actually want them. Give them, give them to Mac. Mac. Mac's kind of like my go-to, so I'd rather Mac pick up a goodish player that I'm not going to pick up, rather than someone else pick them up yeah. because he's always going to be at the bottom. You can, st- you can stash him on a bad team. Is what you're yeah. trying to say? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So like, if if Nate said to me, "Oh, I think I should pick up Smith Rowe." You know, I'm not going to go. Yeah, definitely pick him up, mate. Because you know we're we're all you know twelve nine mix, points. Yeah. So it's a bit different. I that's think what, I think this might be borderline collusion. Poss- mm. It's borderline. It's, probably <laughs> it's, it's definitely in a grey area. I think I think if it is anyone else, but because it's Mac, it's not. Too yeah, bad. no. I mean, what are you, you going to do? <laughs> nice bit of Max landed nice and early. Um, okay, then. Let's go on to the first topic. I reckon this is the most asked question I've ever had 
ever. Mm. Like in terms of the amount of times I've been asked it, I or reckon have ADHD. No, <laughs> no, because we all know the answer. To that is yes. <laughs> the no, the question is Aubameyang versus Anthony, and I reckon I've had at least ten comments, probably over ten DMs about it. I've had tweets. Aubameyang versus Anthony, and it is it is a really tough one, I think, because I think the overall the overall conundrum is that Anthony, I think, is the more um, we know he's going to play, right? We we're pretty. Sh- I mean, he started with basically no training um, against Arsenal, so we're pretty Come confident eight, he's going to play. Eight million, he's definitely playing. Yeah, he's definitely yeah. playing. But we don't know how well he's going to do in the Premier League. Mm. Aubameyang, we do have a bit of data that he can score in the Premier League. Obviously, he's finished poorly uh, at Arsenal, but he also did have three years of being a pretty, well, a very good fantasy asset. Two years being a very good fantasy asset. So, but how will he fit in at Chelsea? And will he even be nailed on? But then you also have, there are a lot of teams out there that much are much more in need of a forward than they are of a midfielder. Mm. Because the forward pool is is better this year, but still shit compared yeah. to the mids. Like most people have a couple of good mids, but there are a lot of people out there with only one forward, like a, a lot. So the conundrum is, do you take the more, the lower risk, I think, in Anthony or the potential high reward and good forward spot in Aubameyang. So it is really tough. And obviously I think the main thing is it comes down to your team, but all things even. So if you had a similar level player to drop on your midfield or your attack, so say you had a dud attacker or a dud midfielder that you could easily drop, which one would you go for? And I'll start with uh, Nath. I'll go for Anthony, to be honest. Mm. I I just really don't like Orba. Like, he's... I don't see how he fits into this uh, Chelsea team, to be honest. This is this is the problem mm. where, okay, they've played so many years now without a main out-and-out striker. How can they just change overnight to, like, accommodate Orba? Like, mm. th- this is one of the things. Anthony's nailed on on that right wing spot. Completely nailed on. He will play... 80% of the games, stuff like this. Um, and also, I just don't like this Chelsea team this year at all. I it, I don't know, it's Thomas Tuchel's doing something or like something's not happening. Like They just don't seem good. They're always conceding. They're not really creating really good chances like they've done the previous two years. So, yeah. Yeah, uh, I can't really argue with much of any of that, to be honest. Mike, thoughts? Yeah, um, Anthony, for me, just purely on, I think he'll play more minutes. Even if a Bamyang does play, I, I could see him, you know, chopping, changing. You know, who else? I think we got Havertz, Mount, Sterling. Yeah, Brozier. I mean, like, like Nave said, I, I just don't like Chelsea this year. I really yeah. don't. And it is a tough call. Yeah. And I think at the end of the day, it will come down to your team. Like, mm. If you need a striker, you kind of probably got no choice but to have to pick up a Bamyang. Yeah. But for me, when I look at my team, I'm going to say Anthony. I think, yeah. Uh, you know, I've gone to basically done a complete 180 on this because I was of the opinion that I'd pick a Bamyang 
Mm. Not that I think he fits in well, really, but I'd kind of come to the conclusion that the only way sh- I think it looks to me like they might switch instead of from a three four three that they play now, they might switch it to a three five two and have Sterling and Abamyang up front together with Mount behind, and then a midfield two, and then wing backs. Yeah. That's the only way I can see it working, really, because I can't see how Sterling and Aubameyang work together in a front three, really, with a th- with like someone on the right, like like no. and maybe Havertz no, and then Mount they, in midfield. Like, that doesn't play, work. Yeah. They need Mount at number ten. I think is kind of the only way. So unless they're going to go to a back four, which that has never been successful at Chelsea yeah. under Tuchel, um, which so I don't see them doing that because that doesn't that then limits Reese James and Chilwell. Yeah. I think it's going to be a back five. And so I had, I was thinking, well, maybe a Bamiang is the better pick. But the more, I mean, seeing, seeing Anthony start, for, wow. first of all. Electric. Yeah. Uh, I don't, I'm going to go on record now saying I don't think I'm going to like him as a player, as a footballer. He plays for United. He's got serious Richarlison vibes. Richarlison vibes, yeah. Yeah, and I don't like Richarlison, obviously, for obvious reasons. Um, I'm not going to like him, but I think he is actually going to be quite a good fantasy asset. And plus, I think he's going to work really well with Bruno. Um, I can just see like that the the goal he scored, where he just like drifted into space on the right corner. Everyone got sucked in, and then the quick switch, and he's like one on one. That's going to happen a lot, I think. And yeah. Bruno's going to be feeding that all day. And I just think he's he's just I think he's just a better pick at the moment. And it, like you said, Chelsea attack. I don't. They this might be the thing that that makes it all figure out. And like this might be the Aubameyang might be the key that kind of unlocks it. All. And I always see people say, "Oh, Chelsea need a striker." And they've had some pretty serious strikers. <laughs> like Lukaku, no one remember how good Lukaku was before he signed for Chelsea. Like yeah. what people said when he signed. Yeah. And that, if that didn't work, I don't see how Aubameyang works. Anyway, Tuchel does know him. They've, they've worked together before. Maybe, you know, maybe it does work. Um, but to be honest, but, but the only Tuchel, che- Tuchel worked with him when he was a winger. Yeah, he played on the right under Tuchel. Yeah, and, yeah. The, and the best we've ever seen Aubameyang is on the left cutting in. Yeah, never as an out and out striker. No. I've never, I've never seen him play. I well mean, up individually yeah. up there. Never seen. He, him play he well. had the the year for Dortmund before after Tuchel left and before he signed for Arsenal. Mm. Um, he played through the middle for about eight months and he okay. did well. And then he signed for Arsenal, played through the middle for a bit. But to be honest, even when he played through the middle for Arsenal, it wasn't. He, he just was always on the left. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that space was just then like um, filled mainly by Mesut Özil. So, I, I'm not. I'm not convinced. The, to be honest, the only Chelsea players I'm interested in, at, completely, are Reese James, Chilwell. If he is going to get his place, I think I'm interested in, especially after what we saw at the weekend, and Sterling, because I think Sterling just has that knack of finding chances. Yeah. And I think even in bad teams, like I mean, we've seen it so far. Their, their attack's been terrible, and he's done all right. Because he just has that, he just hangs around. He's a goal hanger, basically, yeah. and he's quite good at tapping. So, um, yeah, I'm not interested in Aubameyang anymore, really. Which is ironic because I think I'm probably going to get him in one of the leagues because there's one league, the, the the league I'm doing the worst in. I'm in ninth, and the waiver order is reverse league position. 
in in the in the FPL draft. So I'm go- I'm gonna get one of Anthony or Bamyang in that league. Um, and I suspect I mean, with Bamyang, it's good trade bait. Yeah, trade and that's bait. that's the plan. I'm gonna yeah. get him and send out offers. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's what I'll do. Yeah. I think I have. I think I might already have Mount in that team as well. So yeah. that's not ideal. I don't really want either of them. Um, but yeah, with Bamyang coming in, who do you think it devalues more? Havertz, the most, I'd yeah, say. Definitely Havertz. That's Havertz the most. Yeah, you own Havertz, don't you, Mike? Is that right? No, no, I can't. Oh, no, you got him. Yeah, yeah, you got him. <laughs> so, my gut. Well, mm-hmm. my gut instinct tells me Havertz, but then yeah. I could see a world where, well, they. I mean, the only thing is, if they go to a back four and maybe Havertz plays on the right, Abamyang up front, Sterling on the left, Mount at the ten, two holding midfielders, that might work quite well. But Tuchel's just never really done it effectively. They're, so I just don't see they're it. T- they're too slow at the back with Kudamari yeah. and Thiago Silva. Yeah, that's true. Thiago yeah. Silva's done working at back too. old-ass back. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm. So yeah, interesting. But I think I think we're all in agreement that we'd all go. And unless you're... If I was... I've got Best. like a, I've got a team where I've got Alvarez, Solanke and Mbuma on my front three, I think. Jeez. In that team, I would probably... I mean, my midfield is legit. Um, but yeah. in that team, I'd probably I'd probably take Aubameyang. Um I'd probably drop Solanke for Aubameyang if it's me. I'd probably... I think I'm... Well, I, Alvarez is on the chopping block for me, to be honest. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm still not sure on him. I'm not sure. I mean, I love convinced. him. I think he's a brilliant player. I think he looks sure. good. I, I just think with with their Champions League group, um, who let me hang on. They got uh, Seville this week, haven't they? Yes, they got. Oh, hang on, City. Is it tomorrow they play? Yeah, so they play Sevilla tomorrow, uh, and they've got Dortmund and Copenhagen in their mm. their group. I can see Alvarez, Alvarez getting a lot of minutes yeah. in in the Champions yeah. League, which then. And that is like a big chunk of the season because that's from now until Christmas is the group stage, like basically yeah. every every midweek pretty much. So, yeah, I, I, I'm I'm a bit concerned about Alvarez's minutes, but okay then. Right, next topic. Can I have a drink, quick? Next topic. We are looking at Arsenal <laughs> assets, and the question I've posed is sell high. So, obviously, Arsenal. Up until the United game, been playing really well. Five wins out of five. Um, they played well for probably, I'd say, about an hour of the United game. They were the better and team. And then Arteta fucked it up. Basically, yeah, he, he kind of went for it too yeah, early. Too too early. early. He, he went for it too early, yeah. Um, we lost all control in the midfield and, and that was game over, really. Um, I can kind of see why, why he did it. I just think it was just 20 minutes too early, to be honest. Um, so, yeah. Arsenal assets. I, I'm talking really specifically. I would say uh, Martinelli and Jesus, and maybe Zinchenko as well. Okay, so Nays, Nays, three boys. No, no, not not in a bad way. I'm saying they're the three best performers so far. I would say, uh, and, Ma- and maybe Gabriel as well. So you're, yours as well, Mike. I'd say they're probably the. Obviously, Saka's had a bit of a mixed time of it so far. Obviously, got the goal at the weekend, but before that, not really been involved. So they're no. the they're the biggest returners so far. Mm-hmm. 
do I'll go to you now, seeing as you own all of them. Do you think? <laughs> do you? <laughs> I honestly didn't do this on purpose. I literally, as I was, re- as I was, <laughs> as I was reading the names I out, I, was, <laughs> as I have, I have been. As I was reading the names out, I was like, oh, Nate has all of these. Um, do you think their form is sustainable? First of all, or and or do you think? Do you think it's time to hold or time to trade? Is my question. The problem is, is like because they're like okay, Martinelli's still young. He he hasn't got historical points. Mm. Uh, Jesus as well, not historically uh, played. He's never every, had this kind of game. chance, has he? Yeah, this kind of chance. Uh, I still think for who, how they've been playing, and like looking at them, the eye eye test. Who I would want for them in return. I would never be able to get. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I don't. You can't sell high with these players because I think both of them are in the top ten picks. Yeah, uh, you're not going to get another top ten player. I think no. Jesus specific. Sorry, Mike. Just quick. I think Jesus yeah. specifically, even more so than Martinelli, because I'd I'd say Kane and Haaland are in a in the top bracket. Yeah. Then it's Jesus. Yeah. And then it's a load of players. Mm-hmm. behind yeah. him but yeah. i don't think there's anyone ni- like he's in his own bracket at the moment between the big two and the rest and you're not going to get kane or harland i don't think unless someone wow. is crazy um so he is very very difficult to trade i think mm-hmm. martinelli i think less so but i'd still Who, think... who's a better midfielder than him? But the martinelli at the moment yeah. if, if that- i owned martinelli well i do own martinelli in one league yeah. I would be trying to get the likes of. Don't say Sterling. He's better. Than Sterling. No, no, no. I wasn't going to say Sterling. I wasn't going to say Sterling. Uh... <laughs> It'd be someone on Joe's team. I'm telling you now. No, 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 no. no. It's not. I was going to. I was like, the person that came to my head actually first of all was Luis Diaz. Um... No, I think he's played fucking shit so far. So do I, but I don't think that's going to carry on. Mm. Um, and that's that's kind of the whole the whole point is like what is Martinelli's level for the rest of the season? Like, is he going to be a top ten pick all year? He, he could be, legitimately, he, he could be. I think most people would expect him to go down to like the to a second round pick, mm. and I think a lot of people would expect Diaz to be up to a first round pick by or or end of the first round. Mm. Um, the problem is, it's very, very difficult to make a trade like that. Yeah. When you know that the form goes against everything yeah. you're doing. Yeah. What, what do you think, Mike, on on Jesus um, and Martinelli? First of all, I, th- I think Jesus is kind of out of the question, really. I mean, the only per if I had Jesus, the only person, people I would trade for would be like Kane and Haaland, but that's never going to happen. So. Mm. I mean, Nathan said about uh, like Martinelli, who you're going to get for Martinelli, you know, it'd be out of the bracket, but you could sell high on him to get two players that you actually need, like good players. Like Joe was saying earlier, if you have Martinelli, then a trash player for two averagely good players, if you know what I mean, that could yeah. work. But are you going to do that? People want to mm. do that. It's tough, Not, isn't it? Especially in our league. <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, and and to be honest, actually, it's funny because I always think of our league as being really tough to trade in. Like, no one, no, we used to do loads of trades about three or four years ago. I'd say yeah. there was weekly trades, but just it, that is gone. <laughs> I think because people get stung, like because there's always a there's almost always a winner and a loser in every yeah. trade, and people yeah. are scared of. Letting go of people that bang, yeah. But <laughs> as it turns out, I mean, I've kind of been kind of talking to other people in other leagues. We actually, I'd still say we have quite an active amount of trades compared to a lot of leagues. I mean, there's a multiple people. One of the Patreons was saying that there's been zero trades in this league so far. And another really? one said there's been like two so far this year. I think, how many have we had? We've had about four-ish. I've, I've done two myself. One with I've you done two, yeah. I think there's been maybe five or six trades this year. But yeah, yeah there's multiple leagues that are trades. Because oh, someone has said to me, oh, should I drop, you know, Harrison, for instance. Someone asked me the other day, oh, should, should I drop Harrison? I was like, well, you know, you could. I said, but your your forward line is, is really weak. So why don't you try and trade Harrison for like a trash midfielder that you can drop and get an upgrade in, in the forward line? And he's like, oh, this, it just won't happen. So... Maybe we maybe we take it for granted the trades, um, but yeah, I I don't know. Well, you, I, you know, you, you said the sell high. I think. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't put Saka in there yet. I mean, he he should be in there, but he's not. You know, he's not performed as well as we. I wouldn't thought. say he's at his highest value. Will be no, but I mean, sell high. I think one player you missed out was Odegaard. I yeah, think that's a good. That's a good. Odegaard one. smashing it, and that is someone that you would sell high mm. to get someone else in. Yeah. Which is exactly what you've done. It is. Yeah. What, what was your trade, Mike? Um, Remember? Oh God! So you lost Havertz, Odegaard, and a defender. Webster. Webster. No, you I gave me Webster. Gained Son. Um, who else did I gain? Martial. That's it. Son Martial and ah, uh, there might be keepers involved actually. No. Yeah, yeah, there was keepers. Oh my god, yeah. it was a four man trade, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I, I gave Lloris, Odegaard, Havertz, and Webster for who did he give me? He gave you VVD, Son. That's it, yeah. Virgil van Dijk, Son, and Martial. Yeah, I think that's a pretty clear sell high on Odegaard. Yeah, I, I, I think, I think Odegaard is looking so good very good yeah but in terms of fantasy he always he is a classic like you know that old cliche like oh arsenal always walk into the net or whatever like he is that to a t like he doesn't yeah. shoot he he, yeah. he and it's not fun and when it comes off like it's so fun to watch but i would really be frustrated owning him in draft and to be honest like i think he's a good pick but I would be looking to to sell high on Odegaard. That, that is a good player. Someone I missed. Um, yeah, I, I think the the problem with the likes of Martinelli is, like you say, where do you go? I I think the only way I would trade him, I think the most likely way I'd trade him is for a forward, um, someone like Mitrovic. I think Mitrovic would be a great or or Tony. I I, I would take either of them in a double swap for Martinelli. Do, do you have one of them, Joe? I do have one of them. I don't. I'm not doing that trade. I, I, what I'm saying is, I'd rather have Mitrovic. So I wouldn't. Do yeah, that I, trade. I would, I'd rather have Mitrovic over Martinelli. I think Mitrovic. I think what Mitrovic is doing is very repeatable. Like he looks like he could do it all year. 
just like yeah. win headers off fullbacks. And like obviously the goal against Spurs, he's not going to score every week. But um, Martinelli, obviously there's a chance that he carries this on and looks unreal all year. Mm. But he is young. Form does you, you would have, I would have said that about about Saka this time last year, and then he did he went like two months without scoring. Yeah. So you, you never know, I, really. I, I think the the only straight swap I would do would actually be for Saka. Really? So would you do that swap? Would you yeah. do Martinelli for Saka? That's yeah. interesting. So I'd say that is a sell high, definitely, because at the start of the season I had Saka about fifteen places higher than Martinelli in my ranking. I think something like that. I had Saka about twelve. And I had Martinelli about twenty five. Saka can sustain a, a season longer. That's it. Has John messaged Mike? Is that what you're saying? No, no, no. Oh, I think Nath, you might need to come a, a touch closer to your mic. Is what Mike said. Oh, sorry. sorry. That's all right. Um. Yeah. Okay, then next question, and this is a painful one for for some of us, me included, and and Dave especially. Trent and Robbo specifically minutes is it time to panic and I must admit I own Robbo in the Snake Draft League I own Trent in another league I am a little bit concerned about this a little bit concerned so we are a month into the season there's been one set of midweek games so far already we've seen Robbo come off early we've seen him not start a game um this is this for me is worrying as a robo owner so his minutes were 90 62 84 68 70 31 that's robo's minutes so far this season that is worrying because it looks to me like klopp is plan obviously simicas is doing all right i don't think he's he's nowhere near robo's level but he's okay and it looks like Klopp is trying to keep Robertson fresh by playing him for an hour in most mm-hmm. games. Most of those substitutions are around the hour mark, give or take. Do you take. think he's got a bit of a niggle? I'm, I'm hoping so, to be honest. I hope he does because mm. that means that this is temporary and, yeah. and hopefully he gets over the injury if it is an injury. Um, yeah, that is one explanation. He's got a bit of an injury and that's why he keeps getting subbed off slash not starting. Mm-hmm. The other is just that Klopp thinks that it's going to be a really long season and he wants to keep them fresh all year. Yeah, And they've got Champions League and they want to be competing on all fronts. And it is... I, I am looking... I wouldn't say I'm looking to sell Robertson because that's a bit too much, but I am keenly aware that I think he might not be as good of an asset as I'd hoped at the start of the year. And I think Trent's the same because the problem is the more you dabble in these 60 minutes, it's not just the the fear of them going off before an hour, which is a big fear because obviously yeah. like what happened this week with Robbo, uh, with Trent and Simicast. The problem is as well, you're missing out on two-thirds of the potential for attacking returns. And Liverpool score a lot of late goals because mm-hmm. they tire teams out with the pressing and the possession. And then teams are knackered. Liverpool score a lot of goals in the last 15 minutes. And Trent and Robbo are often involved in those because they're pressed so high up the pitch. If they're not on the pitch for that, you're going to lose out on a lot of attacking returns as well. Yeah. So, yeah, I am concerned. What, what are your thoughts, Mike, on, on Trent and Robbo? Would you, 
you obviously you I don't think, own either, but if you did, would you be like a bit nervy about this? I think I'd be more worried if I had Robertson, to be honest. If I'd roll away, I'd be a little bit more worried because it is a bit concerning. Um, Trent, not so much. I think he will still get... Well, they haven't really got cover, do they, yeah. on the right? And that's the really thing. He will, will still get Milner. more minutes, I think. But they've got co- cover for Robbo, like yeah. they're uh, getting at. So I'd be more worried having Robertson. I think if you were offered a trade and someone asked for Robertson, I would, in like a two-man trade... I'd seriously consider it personally. Yeah. I'm looking for an. Uh, well, I don't want to announce it too much because obviously all the league listen. But everyone, <laughs> know, everyone knows. I'm not. I'm not exactly. It's not like I'm holding yeah. my class coaster chest. I am looking for a a downgrade for Robertson and an upgrade in the forward line. I think. Yeah, I think that's what you'd have that, to do. I think you, that's you, the ideal scenario. Never... I'm not. I'm happy with my midfield pretty much. I'm not. I'm not yeah. fussed about the midfield. I wouldn't. I wouldn't straight swap Robbo. But like you said, if you can upgrade somewhere else. It's a good little trade bait. I, I'd definitely consider that. Yeah, and and it's funny. I mean, at the start of the season, you can tell how, how far his value's fallen, in my mm. opinion, because at the start of the season, I had Trent number one, uh, Robertson number two, Cancelo number three, and James number four. I would now have Robertson below both Trent, both Cancelo and Reese James by a long way. I'd have Trent below Reese James Trippier? now as well. What about I'd have Trippier? Can- have I think Trippier's top. higher than both of them. I, I think Trippier... Trippier, I think, is and Robertson is pretty close mm. now. Um, but I I, Reese James hard. now, for me, I think I would have higher than Trent as well. I think Reese James is the best defender in the in the game at the moment. That's though Chelsea's defense is dodgy. You feel like they're going to figure it out with Fafana and Thiago Silva and Koulibaly, and if they go to a back five, that unit seems good. And I think mm. Reese James plays. And his his bonus numbers and his attacking returns are so consistent that I think you can just put your house on Reese James. Here's one then, Joe. Go on. Cucurella and Martial. Uh, Martinelli, sorry. For Robertson and Fernandez. Nah. Nah. No. I'm high no, on Bruno. You're rubbish at trades. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I think that's yeah. all right, to be uh, honest. It's, it's all right. Yeah. To be, but to be honest, it's Bruno. I, I'll be honest with you, Nathan. This might surprise you. I was going to say gonna earlier, smash it. I, I wouldn't do Bruno for Martinelli straight swap. Really? Oh, yeah. Wow. And I'm, I do not like Bruno. Yeah. I just think like, and this is another de- complete detour, but on Bruno specifically, I think he's a way better asset now than people as a captain are giving him credit for. <laughs> Yeah, well, I don't even care about that. But I just think, like, when Ronaldo's not starting, like, Martial is injured and Ronaldo still isn't starting. So we can be pretty confident now that Ronaldo is only ever going to start as a last resort. So Bruno's going to get 70 minutes a game with no Ronaldo on the pitch. And the last time we had that, Bruno was the top scorer in the game. And I don't think he's going to go back to those levels. But even if he goes halfway between last year and the year before, that still puts him as like a top five point scorer in a game. Um, and I'm really surprised. I thought you would have like wanted to get rid of him just because. No, I, 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 I loved. I'd, I would like it, 
if someone would give me someone I like for him, like De Bruyne. <laughs> but I just think I, I think he's really underrated. In t- what I care about more, Nath, is winning. <laughs> Unfortunately, I wish I didn't, but I like I like winning. Um, so yeah, I, I think Bruno. As much as I don't like him as a as a human, well, I don't know him as a human, but I don't like <laughs> I, don't, I don't like the spectacle of Bruno. Um, yeah, I think that's the I thing in our league. Really There's too much asset. hatred for Bruno, yeah. and they're not thinking thinking of him as a fancy asset. Yeah, which exactly. now he is. Like, I kind of do regret trading. I was going to say, Mike. So you. we did a trade. So we did Madison. Uh, I gave you Madison, Gabriel, and Lloris, and you gave me Ramsdale, Webster, and Bruno. If you yeah. could reverse that, would would you do it? Would you reverse it? Do you think now? Looking back. Or are you happy? Tough. I think, ask me in like four pods time. Okay. I'll write that down. <laughs> like four, Let me get my pen and paper and stick it on give the it, Give it a month. Give it a month yeah. and uh, ask me then. I mean, it's, it's probably too, I mean, the, it's only been a couple of weeks. So yeah, it's probably too early to tell. Yeah. At, at the time, in my thinking was, you know, it's Madison. Like, he's pretty mm. good. He's good attack and returns. I was expecting Leicester to try and, you know, I'm still expecting them to sort of turn it around, but they're just dross and then you look I at think- Bruno with the Ronaldo situation I wasn't sure what was going on so I thought mm. I'm going to have to if I act now it might be the smart move yeah. but it might not be it's you yeah. know high risk high reward yeah I think best case scenario for you now is Brendan gets sacked yeah he, he's not been sacked yet has he no, no. Brendan gets sacked tomorrow and they bring in a manager course, yeah. that's gonna do well and Madison plays number 10 and gets yeah. all the points like that's that's best case scenario but madison i just another like side topic madison in that brighton game Jesus. looked oh he was stroppy he was like yeah. moping yeah. about he had like a 74 percent pass accuracy or something which is like absolutely woeful by his standards like he had no shots no no like take-ons and i'm not i'm not saying this to like dig he had out an assist. no 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 I he, he did have an assist that. yeah but he just like he just looked yeah. he looked like everyone was worth he looked like he felt like he was the only good player in the team. Do you know what I mean? Like the he was a yeah. big dick and thought like oh, I'm not asked for this. It's never good know. when a player actually thinks they're better than yeah. the actual That's team. That's the vibe I get. And from it, it, is, it is getting like that. I think he wished he actually did get the move to yeah. like Arsenal or something. Or Newcastle I mean, even. Or Newcastle. I'd have loved yeah. if he went to Newcastle it would have been such a yeah, great thing. asset. Yeah, he would have been so good. Imagine, imagine Madison in that like Willock role that Willock's playing now. Oh God! A lot like Madison, Joe Linton, and Bruno mm. is like quite. A, um, you never know. He might three mope around game. enough for uh, a January move. You yeah, know? maybe. <laughs> Who knows? Okay, then uh, next topic: Are there any good defenses? So, what defenses in the league um, do you think are actually? any good and I, I kind of picked this because I was looking at just the overall clean sheets of the last few weeks right it's been bad <laughs> it's been really bad so the last three weeks so game week four five and six these are all the clean sheets every single clean sheet in the last three game weeks United got one in game week four Brighton got one Liverpool got one uh, West Ham got one game week five Bournemouth got one Wolves got one City got one United got one Game week six, Everton-Liverpool in the nil-nil. 
Newcastle Palace in the nil-nil, and Wolves. That's it. So Wolves have got two <laughs> of like the eight in the last three weeks or nine in the last three weeks. And it doesn't... When you watch the games, there aren't many like Burnleys. Do you know what I mean? There aren't many teams. Like the likes of... The te- teams like? that that are going to finish from like 12th to 17th They're fucking are all going for it. attacking teams like Leeds, Brentford... Even Saints don't really sit back. Um, Forest, Bournemouth, all these teams concede. Ch- like, I legitimately think, obviously, City and Liverpool, good defenses. Could be the highest scoring. Uh, like, yeah. In terms of goal, ever. goal, goal scored. I think this could be the highest we've seen yeah. ever. Like the good, the only defenses that I would kind of rely on at the moment are City and Liverpool. And even even they're like dodgy, but I still think they're they're just so good that they'll keep a, a decent amount of cleans. Like they'll just dominate a few, you know, the shit teams. <clears throat> so them two, Newcastle, good defense, I'd say. Yeah. Yeah. Palace are a pretty good defense, and that's about it. <laughs> I don't yeah. really like Arsenal's defense. I mean, we kept a few clean sheets at the start of the season, but. We are open to counter-attack, and there are a lot of teams in the league that love that. So we will concede the odd goal yeah. here and there. United's defence, I know... I, I know, think, I think it's up there. there. United's defence. United's like top six. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, probably top six defence, but that's not still saying shit. that much. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like no, I, put, I, I would honestly put United's defence similar to Chelsea. Chelsea's no, defense. No, 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 no. Do you not think? I, no, I think Chelsea's is terrible. I think they're like. I, I'd put. Um, well. I'd probably put United <laughs> just below Newcastle and Palace. Like, just sit just below them. I think that's where I, I see them at the minute. Yeah, yeah. maybe. So, yeah. I mean, I, I suppose it's so attacking this year. There's gonna be goals everywhere. Really, it might just be an idea just to play three defenders every well, game. Well, do you know what, Mike? Mm. I have played three the this game week just gone i made sure to play three at the back in every team because i just i'm looking at like i've noticed it the place i've noticed it the most to be honest is in the waiver videos because every week i get the fix how i do it pretty much i sometimes will jot a player down for a certain game week if i've got like a an idea or if there's someone suspended or something but generally i bring up the fixture list and think right who's going to keep a clean sheet this week who's got a chance of keeping it clean yeah, I pulled them up. I'm doing a waiver video tomorrow. I made the picks today. I pulled them up and I was like, There's Ooh. no guaranteed. Yeah, <laughs> I'm looking thinking, yeah. okay, I think Newcastle West Ham's going to be low ish scoring probably. Um, just because I, you know, West Ham's attack's not that good. Newcastle are away. They're probably going to try and keep it tight. That might be low scoring. I mean, it probably won't be now. I'm looking at the rest of them Chelsea, Fulham, that's full of goals. Bournemouth, Brighton. Bournemouth are at home. Brighton are a good defence. We, we miss them out, sorry. Brighton are a good defence as well. But Bournemouth at home, they've got a bit of momentum. I fancy them to score. Leicester Villa, there's n- zero defenders in those two teams. Liverpool Wolves, yeah, that's quite one-sided. Saints-Brentford, I think that's going to be a bit of a goal fest. Brentford yeah, can't yeah. defend and love Harry to attack. Harry loves scoring against us as well. Where, where is it? Is it at Brentford? It's at St Mary's. Ain't yeah. St Mary's, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm just looking around thinking, I don't like it. Like Leeds Forest on a Monday night, that is surely goals. full of goals. Yeah. So it is, it is a, a weird scenario at the moment, but 
generally the gist of it i think is just play through at the back yeah, yeah. Unless you've got... don't you find it weird though like last year everyone was playing five at the back because mm. you could you could predict where the clean sheets were coming yeah. from pretty well much. there was a there was a lot of teams there was more teams that were sitting deep yeah and trying to and, i mean so i will say actually the only team in the bottom half i would say that are trying to keep it tight are everton everton are yeah. the only team in that sort of burnley mold not to that extent but yeah. everton seem like they're trying to keep it tight and then hit teams on the break mm. other than everton i think there's goals in basically every other um Mm. bottom half team which is quite exciting isn't it i mean it makes yeah. for great games of football i mean look at oh, brentford leeds at the weekend yeah. like, what a game of football that was and mm. it's because they're all going for it oh my god can you hear the rain outside oh you hear the rain the, coming through? seen the thunderstorms and that if you're, yeah, you're, yeah. It's, it's crazy anyway completely off topic um okay <laughs> let's move on to would you rather then we're not doing too bad for time we're an hour in uh which is okay that's not too bad would you rather's right first of all trippier versus tiago silva this is a terrible oh, one. easy yeah and let's just let, let, let's do trippier versus robertson instead because that's way Ooh. closer i think yeah, yeah i don't know what i don't know what i was thinking when i picked this because it's trippier by a mile um trippier versus robertson mike you're up trippier for me really yeah because uh, of the minutes because of the minutes based on how it's going at the minute uh I mean, he's on uh, Trippier's on free kicks, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Set pieces. Um, yeah. Robo, is a good defense as well. He, he is a good defender, yeah. And Robo, I mean, we're still not really sure on what's going on. But yeah, for me, it's Trippier. That's okay. um, quite yeah. Nave, I think it's uh, closer than what Mike's made out. I think because um, okay. Newcastle were really good and then they got these uh, few injuries. Hmm. Okay, they're not conceding, but still they're not looking good going forward. And Trippier needs to be on the front foot to really get these points. So, yeah. um, but I, I would go Trippier for sure. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> A little bait and switch. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, would, I would still go Robertson. I, I, if off, if Connor sent me Trippier for Robertson straight swap tomorrow, I, I would. Oh, Mike! I just seen the flash yeah. of lightning through your camera. Um, <laughs> is that much? That much thunder and lightning? Uh, I would. Um, I would not take the straight swap if Connor offered me Trippier right now. I wouldn't. I would. I would think about it, and I'd probably leave it open to be honest, just in case he actually does have an injury. <laughs> but um, I think Robertson still has that massive potential. Like this could just be he is managing an injury, gets over it, and he gets two hundred points. I don't think Trippier has the same ceiling that Robertson has. I think Robertson Robertson could outscore Trippier by forty points. Yeah. Um whereas I think if Trippier has a good year and Robertson has a bad year, I think Trippier will outscore him but not by that much. Mm. Um but it is worrying, definitely. I yeah. would I would seriously consider Trippier for Robertson plus a slight upgrade in the midfield or or a slight forward upgrade. Um because yeah, it is it is closer than I'd like it to be. I'll put it that yeah. way. Okay, next up we've got Pascal Gross versus Mason Mount. Obviously Pascal Gross had a flying start to the season, goals and assists 
left, right, and center. His stats are unreal as well. Um, it's not it's not freak returns. Like this is a repeatable thing. I think yeah. Mounts had a very slow start. He's been really underwhelming. The owners are all frustrated, but he's got that history, that proven points potential. He's been the, basically the only Chelsea attacker anyone's wanted yeah. for the last couple of years. So, what do you think, Nath? Who would you rather have going forward? I had uh, Pascal Gross for a large chunk of uh, last year when he was on in form, and I really liked uh, watching him play. Yeah, I've got, I've got to say that he's really exciting. But uh, I've got to say Mason Mount. He was it the last two seasons in a row, 10, 10 and 10, 10 yeah. goals, 10 assists. I think, uh, awesome. I, I, I think with uh, with maybe some of the players coming back from injury, like uh, Kofacic and stuff like that, then mm-hmm. I think the midfield. That, yeah, I think I, when the midfield gets more solid than it is, then Mount will have more room to, uh, to push forward, where I think at the moment he's uh, sat back a little bit. Just do you help. think on on that? Do you think Mount is a good buy low at the moment? Like, mm, yeah, yeah. Because he surely he's get like he's not going to stay like I this think all year. People are getting pissed off, and people are getting really frustrated with him. I mean, Dave has offered him out to anyone <laughs> that will listen. What would you would you consider Mount for Martinelli, Nave? No, not a chance. No, no. not even close. Uh, I do, do like Mount for uh, Bernardo Silva. I okay. Think. Yeah, right, fair enough. Uh, I think they're similar level. Mike, uh, yeah, gross or mount? Who would you take? Um, I'm just gonna say gross. I think. Jesus. Just because you know he's a skate. I don't want him in my team. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, um, mount. It's it's got gross. Last year, I'm pretty sure it was pretty hot and cold, wasn't it? He? he wasn't. Yeah. Very he had a good, he had a good like, hot 10 games. Yeah. And He's then he dropped that. off a little bit. He, he, and he wasn't, he wasn't always in the, in the side either, was was he, last year? He would randomly get dropped and you'd yeah, think, well, yeah. where's that come from? Yeah, that's but. it. And I, I think with Mount, he hasn't done much but yet. And I do mean yet because you kind of do expect him to actually start performing. Don't know when, but... He's, well, he's got a World Cup to think about as well. You, you've got to think at some yeah. point in the back of these players' minds, they're going to be thinking, "We got a World Cup in two and a half months." Yeah. Well, yeah, it's two and a half months. It, the World Cup starts, and these players are going to be thinking, "Look at Saka, you know, look at Rashford. Sancho yeah. might start like pulling up trees. Mount's going to be looking around, thinking, if I don't." pull something out of the bag soon I'm not going to be starting in the World yep. Cup and that's a big deal for these players so yeah. I, I I think this is really actually really tough because when if you just if you crossed out the names and you've got their like heat maps and their stats like side by side obviously this is yeah, like gross. only part of the argument but gross is like it's like not even close gross is like data is as good as anyone in the league bar Halland Harland, pretty much. But you can't just do that. And even I test, I mean, Gross is playing some unreal football at the moment. Yeah. And Mount has looked off it. So even even the I test, I think most people would pick Gross. So the only way you'd go for Mount is like previous history. Mm-hmm. And I do understand that argument because Gross has previous history of getting, like Potter is 
like prone to Notorious. tinkering. Like yeah. he's a tinker man, and they're playing really well. So you'd hope that they've Potter's like yeah. right. I figured it out. Yeah, but that's not really how he operates. So I, no. I, you just think it only takes a small tweak, and all of a sudden Gross is playing right wing back like he did for a bit last year, and he's not an option anymore. So yeah. that is all. I don't think I'd have the balls to do that trade if I own Mount just because of that, like the what yeah. is Potter going to do next factor. But I do think if they carry on, if Gross plays in this position, in this system all year, I think he'll outscore Mount comfortably because he everything is going for him. Everything is going for him. And any time Brighton score, he either scores it, assists it, or yeah. always like the pre-assist, like every single goal. So... I, th- I think Gross is an absolutely fantastic option. Mm, yeah, absolutely fantastic. Like way, way, way better than I thought he would be. Yeah. You I said, would honestly um, put him top thirty, top yeah. twenty, maybe. You maybe. said if you had Probably Mount, top twenty, you wouldn't trade him for Gross. But what if it was the other way around? If you had Gross, would you now swap for Mount by low? I don't think I. I don't think I would. Nah. I don't think I don't think I'd be able to pull the trigger in either direction. Yeah. Um, to be honest, which is is a bad way to play because really whichever one you rank higher you should be able to make the swap but i think it's i think it's really close i i don't i don't think i can pick them which is such a cop-out and i don't normally let people do that (laughs) i'm gonna pick gross i'm not gonna cop out i'm gonna pick gross i I think it's really close yeah i'm going gross okay final one go on uh, sorry just what about some, some of these other assets so like uh I'm just looking at who's still on the waivers from Brighton. So you've got Solly March. He looked, mm. He's looked fantastic. Yeah, really good. Recently playing in that right wing. If Solly March had an end he's, product, he's link, he would be on up with like Gross 50 points. Well. Yeah, fucking hell. Yeah. And uh, Caicedo as well. He has looked Yeah, he looks good. I, I fucking dropped him. But then yeah. I dropped him for McAllister, so it's not the end of the world. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I think Caicedo is playing just slightly i think he's still an, an option but i think he's just playing slightly too deep mm. for me to be really consistent returner because he's playing yeah. in like the number it's effectively a midfield three where gross is pushed right up caicedo's doing all the running and mcallister's sitting deep yeah or and wepu um depending on whether they play like a diamond or if they have yeah. you know three in midfield um i think caicedo's an okay option but not. Uh, I think he's a fifth midfielder. If you've got Kante points, he's a great option because mm-hmm. he's racking them up. Yeah. Um, but for standard, you know, standard scoring, I think he's an o- he's a fifth mid at best. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, McAllister, I think is. I mean, he he doesn't have any goal threat or assist threat at all because he Maybe literally. McAllister. Yeah. I mean, I know he's just scored a brace, and that's a stupid thing to say. But all he has is pens. I don't. I don't think he even normally takes free kicks, and he just took one because I think because he, he had that thundercut <laughs> ruled out. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Okay. Uh, final one: Isaac versus Jota. Um, I picked this because I didn't really know. I wanted to do a forward one, and I've just done my forward rankings. And spoiler alert: these two are next to each other in the rankings. So, Mike, I'll go to you first. You own Isaac. If Mac offered you Jota for Isaac right now, what would you do? I wouldn't take it. You wouldn't? It's September, though. No. It's September. Oh, yeah, September. Max form. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Max, <laughs> Max back. <It's> 
<laughs> no, I wouldn't take it. Um, that's purely down to minutes. minutes. Like, how many times is Joss actually going to play? I mean, mm. it's hard now because they've got Firmino, Nunes, Salah, Jossa. It's uh, five for two. It's five for three, isn't it? That's the problem. Yeah, it's, two people miss out every every. Where, two where people is, miss out a start. Yeah, they will. Yeah, and they've got obviously got the cup games now. I think Isak's just he he should, in my opinion, play every game. It might be different when Wilson's Wilson. back, but I still think he should play every game. Wilson could be back next week. Could be. Could be. Yeah. I, I think this is tr- trickier. Jesus. Can you hear that? Yeah, yeah. The thunder is. Unreal. Yeah, it's mad over here, mate. It's crazy. It's mad. There's been there was it was like this last night as well. Mm. Um, I think this is I think this is quite close to be honest. Uh, Nate, I'll go to you. What do you think? Mm, I'll go Jota. Mm, nice. He's, he's I like a, a split decision. He's a uh, substitute goal merchant. Mm. I think so. Even if he's not starting, he comes on. He's a threat. Yeah. Uh, he's proven that the last two years so uh and, and i loved owning him last year i must admit yeah and um with my team as well i would i would like him with uh, darwin because then you've got the rotation yeah you've got the handcuff yeah. fair enough um but I, I don't think i really would want that though with the new new like five substitutes because you think you might play jotty mm-hmm. doesn't come on and then all of a sudden he does come on and only gets you a point I'm yeah, but you're guaranteed one of them to probably score. Yeah. Yeah. How many games this season when Jota's fully fit will neither Jota or Darwin score? I think that numbers will be quite low. Because they True, both yeah. have ridiculous goal threat when they play. Mm-hmm. Jota's like points per minute have been the best in the league for years. And Darwin's are the best this season. So yeah. <laughs> like his expected expected goals per minute is like off the charts. Because he hasn't played that many minutes, I think. Um, thing of Jota as well that probably more of a con is uh, he is very injury prone. Yeah, I mean he gets niggles, doesn't he? You get you get muscle stuff, last year, didn't he? Yeah, he had a couple yeah. of muscle injuries. I th- I think the, the the problem is I think at the moment we haven't seen Jota this year, so I think people f- are kind of Forget. forgetting how effective he yeah. is in the Premier League and like how lethal he is he he is a, a lethal like finisher mm-hmm. and i think it's easy to forget that because he's just we've not really seen him isaac i think is a really good option but what happens when wilson's back like eddie howe and wilson are like thick as thieves yeah and i i don't see wilson not playing so then do they change the two up top but then what happens to st max because i can't see st max playing wide if there's two up top. So then that means Isaac probably goes I, to the Isaac right. Go right. Isaac on the right. Isaac on the right, won't he? But then do you want, like, do we want him on the right if you own him? Because I, that I, really I limits think, his threat. I think you would though, because um, the, the way that teams are playing now is so fluid. Like, yeah. you can you can play uh, two forwards and then one winger. You can play like an el- a little bit of an elbow. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it doesn't really matter. Like him and Wilson... Wilson likes to drift out wide a little bit as well mm-hmm. sometimes. Yeah. So if, if they're good at rotating around, just like and, and especially like uh, you think Wilson's good at good at this hold up play. If he can hold it up and then pass it through to Isaac, who's fast, then it's I think he's good. 
it's a win-win. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 and I, I do kind of agree. Like, I, I think it, it works. Like, in my head, a front three of St. Max, Wilson, and Isaac is deadly. That's yeah. But in your head doesn't always work. <laughs> like the amount of deadly attacks in my head that seem great that then don't work. But I, I, I think it will work. Um, and I, that's how I see it playing out, to be honest. So I, I just think like there's more question marks to Isaac than we're thinking yeah. there are. And there's less to Jota than we're thinking there are, in my yeah. opinion. But I would, I think I would still pick Isaac, to be honest. But it, I think it's really, I do think it's very close. Mm. I think. Okay, quick game week eight preview of the league, and then we're going to get the hell out of it. This is going to be quick, then, so don't worry. I know it's about two a.m. Um, right, first game, Mike. Game week seven, you, you mean? Game week seven. What did I say? Eight. Oh, it's because I've written down game week eight because I'm an idiot. Yeah, game week seven. You're right, uh, Mike. You've got the bot this week. Yes. <laughs> Just the end of you're, you're playing Mac. Uh, I'm assuming you fancy your chances. Um, you know what? Oh no! Don't do this. Right? Don't do I, this. When I compare our teams, my Ooh. team's vastly better than his. But I like his fixtures. With <laughs> yeah, with his fixtures <laughs> and my luck, I'm going to be the first person to lose against Mac. I can guarantee it. It's just that's just how it's going to go. Yeah, I I can see I can see it happening. <laughs> yeah. Son's got City away. Although Son has a decent record against City, doesn't he? I seem to yeah, remember. Yeah. Spurs quite good against City, to be fair. Your fixtures oh. don't scream like massive points. Zaha right. at home to United, I think, is actually kind of a good fixture for, yeah. for Zaha. Um, although United, United kind of sit deep as well, though, actually, don't they? So maybe not. Yeah. Madison at home to Villa is pretty good, but Leicester are shit. So, yeah, I need I need him to stop like you know spitting the dummy out and actually fucking play football like he actually can. Mm. Isak against uh, West Ham. Yeah, like that's that. not bad. Yeah, that's all right. Although, like when you look at McCauley's, Jota and Firmino at home to Wolves, I mean, yeah, it's, no, un- I it's very it. unlikely that they're both going to play. But I think Jota may start. I think and- I think Jota actually may start on the left and Darwin through the middle and Salah yeah, on the right. Yeah, I, I, I could see... Uh, I could see- uh, I think Diaz. Diaz uh, obviously, this is no, this isn't a, like ITK situation. I this is just I don't think Diaz is in great form, and I could see that happening. Yeah. Um, Saka owned Evan. That's a great fixture. Mm-hmm. Matip owned Wolves. Max team it looks much better than it did a few weeks yeah. ago. I will say that, but I still think you're going to win. Sorry, Matt. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I just uh, I could. It's a fool's game picking Mac yeah. to win, as I found in the Super Six that we do. Oh no, I, I will back me in Super Six. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, Naif, uh, I'll go to you next. You've got John. Ooh, uh, I've tight game. One point. You reckon that's John's speci- speciality, isn't it? Yeah. Let me have a look at the teams. I haven't even looked. Uh, you've uh, got. You've got. I mean, your Arsenal boys are at home to Everton, which is obviously great. Yeah, but then he's got his uh, Arsenal boys at the back. We're white playing. Yeah. Ooh. Good, good question. Mm, I think he probably will. Maybe, I mean, this might be the thing that that you know the loss against West Ham, uh, West Ham against United might be the thing that that mm. sort of changes it. And Tommy Asu comes in, yeah. but I, I I just think Arteta's now wedded to this like interior fullback yeah. situation we've got, where Ben White and Zinchenko step into midfield, and they're both yeah. really comfortable doing that. And Tommy Asu's not, and yeah. Tierney's not. 
So I, I think I just think that's how we're going to play for the time being. Mm. I think, I think I win. I think you look a lot better than you think, Nath. Yeah, yeah I got, think you've got a good, you got Jesus good against Everton, Darwin against Wolves, Martinelli against Everton. It was Inchenko at the back. Um, Soshek, you know, he's not bad. Rice for Kante points. Um, I'm looking at John. Is Saint Max now fit, or is he still touch and go? I think he probably will be back, but we, we don't know. Yeah, he's, he's got the catwalk kid, Calvin Lewin. Is he fit? Again, um, could be, but we'll almost certainly not start. Yeah. I can't really see a lot of points from John. Unless Bowen's actually going to turn it around now, Hoiberg might get some KP. Uh, Gross away to Bournemouth looks that's a good very one. nice. That's that a good is one. a good fixture. I think I think it'd be a good game week for you two, but... I think it's going to be a good game. Win. I can see it. He'll be beat by one. He'll be beat by one. That's just <laughs> no, a classic John thing. Uh, classic. Yeah. Okay. I am playing poor this week. I and this is I couldn't say famous last words even more on this, but I really like my fixtures this week. Um, like double Brighton away to Bournemouth. Uh, Bruno away to Palace isn't that bad. Sterling away to Fulham. I think it's quite good. Fulham like to play, and and Sterling should have some space. Chilwell, if he starts, away to Fulham's a good fixture. Um, Brennan Johnson in the Monday night away to Leeds. I fancy him to do something in that. Mitrovic is always a threat. Sinister at home to Forest in that same fixture. I think I think I've got a decent set of fixtures this week. He's um, he's got a lot of boys playing each other as well, especially yeah. Tottenham. Uh, he's got double Tottenham. He's got triple Tottenham and triple City. Yeah. So that's yeah not not fortunate. I just I just don't think he's got a lot of points this week or no it just it, it, i mean this is always the way in it with the team the when you think like someone hasn't got a lot of points coming in that's yeah, normal i mean gonna... if if spurs city's nil nil i mean he's got four clean sheets <laughs> so i think um isn't walker out though isn't he out for, um like, three we don't games? Know. yeah it's not not he's not traveled to severe but it's not really confirmed what's up with him i, I suspect he might be all right um, but that's just complete, mm. you know, pulled out my ass. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I fancy, I fancy a win this week for me, but we'll, we will see. Uh, elsewhere, we've got George versus Brad. This is an absolute mauling, I, th- I think. Brad needs George. to change his team. Brad needs to make some changes. Brad has found himself in the same situation he was in last year with these two but good ve- to drop. very soon, very early. Last yeah, year, early, he was, yeah. He was top four for until Christmas and then dropped it just a quick aside on Brad's team and and this is I'm not trying to dig him out but this is really funny his whole mantra this year was at the draft he said I'm going for no risks so that, <laughs> he said <laughs> he said my team is is not gonna have any risks I'm going for nailed on mm-hmm. dead certs even if it means skipping over potential upside I'm going for no risks Vardy dropped Danny Ings dropped. dropped. Neto well, potentially going to be dropped. Yeah. Welbeck not doing great. Alise, <laughs> Alise not starting. Like <laughs> Gibbs White is... not Forest. <laughs> yeah, great, great shit. Yeah. Why has he got Perud in there? For fuck's sake! It uh, is a it is a funny Sean, not not confirmed to play. Yeah, may not start. Yeah, his right. this team is full of risks. He's got one player that's not a Bendy risk, shit. and that's JWP. 
Like yeah. JWP is the only player in this team, and Romero, I guess. I would say are Cancelo. not risks. Cancelo. Oh, Can- oh yeah, sorry, Cancelo. Yeah, yeah. Cancelo. Say he's got. Oh, he's got. He's got four then. So Warprow's. He's got Zuma, Cancelo, yeah. Romero, and, and Luis Diaz, I guess as well. But I wouldn't I say know. he's not a risk, but he's a good pick. Still, yeah. he's obviously still a good pick, but I wouldn't class him under the not a risk category. Like, if he w- didn't want to risk, when he picked Diaz, he should have picked Saka, in my opinion. If he wanted like an absolute nailed on no risk, yeah. yeah. But may- maybe Saka had already gone actually, and Mac might have already picked him. But I can't. Yeah, I think that might have happened actually. Anyway. Brad was first, wasn't he? No, Brad yeah, picked Brad Cancelo first round. Yeah, yeah, that was it. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and then Mac. Picked Saka, I think. So Jogger, anyway, Jogger, this is Saka. this is something I'm, irrelevant. I'm looking at Brad's team. I'm looking at Brad's team. Every player is from a different team, apart from Prude and Will Prowse. Wow, and Prude got, shouldn't even be in anyone. Chelsea, yeah. Chelsea, West Ham, City, Saints, Not Forest, Palace, Liverpool, Leicester, mm. Villa, Brighton, Newcastle, Spurs, Everton, Wolves. Jesus. There's a lot of shit teams in there as well, aren't there? Some <laughs> good teams. I think too too many think, stripes. Too many you, stripes. Yeah, way too many. This team is the kits here is not a good look. Disgusting. Do you think Brad thinks a lot of these players are too good to drop? Yeah. Do you, so? I will pose this to you two. Do you think Danny Ings is too good to drop? Garrett. I'll drop him. Yeah, me too. Okay. What about Gray? Yeah, drop. Neto. Drop. Drop. Interesting. Perot, drop, drop. He shouldn't even be in the game. Like no one. <laughs> no. Like, well, he not like Elise, <laughs> drop. Yeah, I'll drop. Him. I like Elise, but I, I wouldn't like have him. him. But, it, but wouldn't the, have fixtures, him. the fixtures have to be good. The fi- yeah, and they've I, been shit, yeah. <laughs> like for months, and they're gonna be shit. Palace fixtures are horrendous. I like him, but there's better on the waivers. Yeah, at this minute, and time. like. Listen to this, right? I know he was injured to start the season. This is Elise's minutes. 0, 2, 20, 16, 79, 28. So one start in six weeks. He's got the United at home this week, which isn't exactly the fixture you'd think, oh, I'll pick him up for that. Then Brighton, then Chelsea, then Leeds. Nah, they're all they're hard I, games. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't... I I'm not I'm not, I'm not sure what his game plan is here. Do you think now now this is a side question? Do you think this is the girlfriend effect? <laughs> because we've had we've had it before where good good fantasy players, and it's debatable whether you'd consider Brad a good fantasy player, but I would. And he's got a decent record in the league, not last year, mm-hmm. but or other than before. or the year before. But other than that, he had a really good record. Do you do you think this is the girlfriend effect? He's got a girlfriend. He's not in the group chat as much. No. Do you think he's paying less attention to his fantasy team than he was? I before? think it, it definitely plays a part because he to me, I'm seeing that all he's done is carry on from last season. Because he was rotting vastly last season. And it was when he got his girlfriend, obviously. And since then it's still going down. So Poor jazz. <laughs> he's, he's got to get rid <laughs> oh Jesus Christ <laughs> do you know the bit that sold me to the girlfriend effect was when he said someone picked up a Stupanan 
I said in the chat, great pick who, who was he? Brad who said, he? I've never even heard of him. <laughs> and I was like, that's it. This is how you know. Yeah. You have not been paying attention. You you don't oh. know you don't know who he's a good pick and you don't know who he is. This is how you know. For me, and, it was him having top waiver spot and picking Welbeck. Mm, that's yeah, crazy. He could have saved that. He could have saved that. Bro, I think he I think he got it in his own head about us all ripping him for not using his waivers. So I he think, yeah, I think he's got him just using yeah. it. If he if he did that though, he should have done it in game week one. If you've got a high waiver spot and you think I'm just gonna yeah. keep using it, do it yeah. like from the start. Don't wait a few weeks and then pick yeah, one. Yeah, do it quick and fast. Anyway, anyway, let's get let's move on from Brad. I don't want to bully him too much. Um <laughs> <laughs> we've done ten minutes on him, that's enough. Oh Jesus. Um <laughs> We got Corn versus Dave. This looks like a pretty. This looks like a bad game, actually. Connor's forwards are atrocious. Right. How on earth has he finished up with a front? He's got four forwards, and they're all shit. He's got Brozier, who may start this week. May start this week because Abamyang's yeah. not ready, is he? Because of his broken jaw sure. or whatever. Yeah. He's got Awanai, who I don't think starts. Eduard. Probably doesn't start. And he's against United. Not a good fixture anyway. And he's got Wilson who's crocked. How yeah. the hell has he ended up with this? Who did he draft? He must have drafted better forwards than this. This is mids. Do you not remember? He just he went five mid. mids, didn't he? He went yeah, five he mids. Five yeah, mids yeah, yeah. off the back. And his midfield is pretty good. Well, it's carrying him, really. But he's got, I mean, it's Spurs City this week, isn't it? So he's got Kudasevsky, yeah. Mahrez and De Bruyne all playing each other. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's doesn't look like a good week for Connor. He's really he had a great start, but he's kind of on the slide, didn't he? I think we, tomorrow night would be, you know, it should give us a good idea of who's going yeah, to play this. That's true. So, we see the Champions League lineup yeah. and see if we can figure it out from there. Um, yeah. that's a good point. Dave's team actually looks all right for this week. I'd say. I know we all rip him about how bad his team is, but I actually think his his lineup looks pretty good this week. Solanke at home to Brighton's pretty good. Tony away to Saints, I fancy. Barnes at home to Villa looks good. He's got Mount away to Fulham. Could be something in that. Aronson against Forest looks good. And he's got, obviously, Trent at home to Wolves. You'd hope after his rest this week. Depending on what happens in the Champions League, he should get to 60 minutes next week, you would have thought. I think this looks like a decent... I don't don't love Dave's team, but I think he looks good this week. The thing is with Dave as well, he's actually now... He's getting Anthony as well, isn't he? He's going to use his waiver. He's going to get Anthony. And him using his waiver, which means every week he's going to use his waiver, he will Mm -hmm. get players in, chop and change every week. Which is where (coughs) he's really good at it. You know, he gets the right players in. He's on the ball, isn't he? He knows knows who's who's, what the lineup's like any leaks well, and stuff well he, like d- he, he doesn't work does it he's just on like twitter looking at lineups yeah. and what people are saying so yeah. yeah as a witness to this he doesn't work gets paid an obscene <laughs> amount of money for not doing anything that's yeah that's the dream yeah that is the dream. <laughs> uh yeah i fancy dave this week okay final game is ben versus the average the average took its sec- only second loss of the se- of the season last week against Dave. It's I think Ben's week. got it. I think Ben's got it in the bag. Although, no. this could be a really high scoring week. Like the fixtures, when you whenever you see like big teams or good teams, I, sh- I should say, against favourable opposition, like Chelsea away to Fulham, I think there's going to be some goals. Mm-hmm. Liverpool at home to Wolves could be a whooping. Um, Arsenal home to Everton could be yeah. a big score. 
Um, that is when you fear playing the average. But he's lucky that City Spurs should wipe a bit of that out. But uh, but then uh, my question is, where's his points coming from in his team? I think Rodrigo is going to be his top point scorer with like seven. I, where, where are the points coming? Salah. Salah at home to Wolves. Ah, come on, Salah's gone to the boil. I know what you mean, but I still think he'll just scab it, returns. I, I think he'll just get it if Salah gets like good returns. If if Salah doesn't score, I think he's lost. I don't know. Bamford and Harrison at home to Forest. Is Bamford back? Yeah. Well, he played 45 minutes last week. He came on at half-time last week. Who? Just seeing he's got a Forest defender. Warrell. Oh yeah, Warrell. Warrell. Yeah. Yeah. I think he saw. I think I picked. I picked up Nico Williams, and then about ten minutes later, he picked up Warrell. Okay. Which is yeah. Uh, I imagine he's going to go when the waivers get processed. Yeah. I thought. Um, what, I just, what, yeah. Can... I I think if I mean I I think Bamford is probably going to start. I think, and if Bamford and Harrison both start, I mean that it's it's probably going to be nil nil after everything we said tonight. Yeah, but yeah. That game just I cannot see how either team keeps the other one out. They neither can defend. So Leeds are very, very attacking. Exactly. Um, Forest are very, very attacking. Yeah. Forest go for it as well. That's true. Um they get the they get the wing backs up. Yeah. You've got to think. I think Ben's got a chance against the average. I think it's going to come down to Salah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. when does Salah play? Three o'clock on the Saturday. So we should know <laughs> pretty early on. Okay, then. I think he's lost that one. Yeah, the average is tough. Yeah. The average is tough. Right. We're done. What do we do? Hour and a half-ish? Something like that? That's that's all right. It's not bad. We had that's quite a lot of topics, and we, and we deviated massively multiple times. So, hmm. uh, yeah, that was good. Thank you both for joining me this evening. Um, oh, I forgot to plug Shout the Patreon. Patreon. Damn right it! At right at the end. If you're yeah. still listening, you're probably already signed up. <laughs> <laughs> so um, you should definitely check out the Patreon. Uh, it's going really well, actually. Uh, we've had a few sign-ups now. Bit of discussion going on. Um, lots of questions being fired uh, all over the place. So... Yeah, little peek behind the curtain as well, occasionally. Um, yeah, I, I definitely think it's worth the £3 a month. I'm quite honest. enjoying the conversations with like other people, their views on yeah. how their league's going and that. It's, that. it's actually quite interesting. Well, so. yeah, that's the thing, because I think, especially with draft, you get very like insular in your own league, yeah. because yeah. it's not like FPL where you're playing against everyone. Like mm. You're only playing against your league. So a lot of opinions get like recycled, like in within your own like group chat, I think, because yeah. you only ever talk to the people in your league about what's going on. Whereas when you talk to people from other leagues, and that's why I quite like talking on Twitter actually to other draft players, because and the YouTube comments as well, because you do get more perspective when other people like talk about trades that are happening or how like they value different players and stuff. Um, so yeah, it's definitely good for the conversation. I like the uh, obviously on the channel we've got uh, the rate my team. And some of the teams I'm seeing, I think, how many people's in this league? How have you got that team? There's like, one guy yeah. in the in the in the Discord that's got an unreal team in a ten man league. And it, and to be fair, is through trading is is the main. He's he's, yeah. a, he's a he's a wheeler dealer. Um, right. Thank you for joining me. Let's get out of here, and we uh, we will see you next time. I'm hoping. With, there's, there, in fact, there's definitely not going to be a pod next week because I'm going on a golf trip. 
So uh, there won't be a pod next week. There'll still be the the waiver video and, and stuff, but but no pod. Yeah. But uh, I think definitely the week after. I think the week after might be an international break. So we'll definitely do one then if there if it is. I'll be in uh, Australia then. For a month. Oh, when do you go? Uh, on the sixteenth. Oh, nice. Sixteenth. Okay, but it might be before you go. I will be taking all my gear and yes. I'm going to uh, carry on with the pods. What time is it's like? So where uh, where where it's like where, seven a.m. Um, now. It's there nine hours in front. Yeah, uh, it is in in Sydney at the moment. It's half six in the morning. Yes, wow. that's perfect. I could easily wake up at five a.m. Sit by the pool. Lovely. Right. Okay. Now we're definitely going. Thank you all for watching, listening, even, and uh, we'll see you next time.